Brothers and sisters, welcome to our last day, unfortunately, of our Lenten retreat on the Eucharist. I hope that this meditation, this constant musing on the Eucharist these weeks have brought about a whole new relationship for us with the Lord in the Eucharist. I know it has for me. Um, they say if you want to learn something, go preach about it. If you want to grow deeper in the knowledge of uh, truth of the gospel, proclaim it. And so, brothers and sisters, the Lord is alive with us. St. Thomas Aquinas says that the Eucharist is the sacrament of friendship because the Lord knows we need tangible, real signs of his love because we're human. We love to touch. We love to hug. We love to grasp. We love to see. You know, it's not enough to speak to our the person we love the most via the telephone or, or you know, Zoom. We want to be with them in the same room with them, with their actual physical presence, their, their real presence. And the Lord leaves us a tangible, true, real presence of himself while in heaven, mysteriously, on earth with us. So we come to Christ, we come to heaven. We come to an atmosphere that is absolutely unique. And what we, what we start practicing with adoration on earth by meeting Jesus in the Eucharist, coming to see him, coming to adore him in his flesh, we start practicing the life, kingdom life, because that's what we'll be doing in heaven. We'll be absolutely in an adoration of love of, of God, of, of Christ, the Lamb, and with each other, really enjoying the, the, the joy of truth, the truth of knowing that we are infinitely loved, the truth of seeing finally that love in its very essence by what the church calls a very special light called the light of glory that God will give us when we die and if we enter heaven, if we make it to heaven, God will give us the light of glory to, 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 to see finally God as God knows and God loves himself. And this is our destiny. And you know, when we come to the Eucharist, let us remember that we come before the heavenly trinity, that, that where Jesus is, the Father and the Son are also present, truly present. Because remember, the Word of God is one with the Father, one with the Spirit, as John Gospel tells us. That Word became flesh. And the humanity of Christ makes visible to us um, imperceptible, invisible realities, invisible truths, you know. And this love of the Trinity, that the very fact that Jesus is present there with all himself, is a, he's saying, I'm giving myself completely to you. And we are there like guardians of Jesus, you know, guardians of the Eucharist. And so let us really truly believe that. You know, brothers and sisters, where Jesus' whole ministry was to introduce us to the Father, to bring us back, to discover that we're children of God, that we, we receive the light and grace of the Holy Spirit, which makes us truly sons and daughters of the Father with Christ. So Jesus' whole mystery is to bring us to the Father. All of holiness is about going into the Father's heart and discovering our identity as children of God. So let's never forget that when you're before the Son himself, the Son himself, the one Son Jesus has, who shares his sonship with each one of us, we are before the one that Jesus says, that. so the gospel tells us, do whatever he tells you. You know, listen to him. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And Jesus speaks to us in the Eucharist. We have to learn through silence how to listen to his voice. You know, just to wrap up this whole retreat, I want to just come to the fact that the Eucharist is transformative. It is incredibly transformative. That, you know, a friend of mine was telling me the other day that, you know, the contemplative life is like a river that flows underground. You know, it's flowing underground, following its course, doing its thing. But it's, get, it, it's, it's watering all the plants and vegetation above that I cannot see. If you're in that underground flow, you cannot see the, the fruit trees, the vegetables, the forests above that is feeding off of that underground current of life. This is Eucharistic adoration. This is a contemplative life. Prayer. You know, it, it's, it's a current of water, of life-giving water, the living water of Christ 
that's bursting forth into this world through our prayer. You know, brothers and sisters, we feel helpless in this war with Ukraine and Russia. Some of us, because of our life, our states, our duties, we cannot be in Russia and Ukraine. We cannot be in war-torn areas. We, even our family, that, that is hope that, that things come across our path that we feel crippled about. Resort to prayer. Prayer is a true force, brothers and sisters. We have to be absolutely convinced of this. The saints teach us about it. Prayer changes the world. Maybe if the world wasn't praying, we would have been blown up already by nuclear war. You know, we don't see what God has used and used our prayer to prevent. And so let us be absolutely convinced of this. I want to end with two powerful quotes, by one by Pope John Paul II and the other one by Peter Kreef. The first one by Pope John Paul II, both of them attested the power of adoration and I hope leave you on a hopeful note. Pope John Paul II says, through adoration, the Christian mysteriously contributes to the radical transformation of the world and to the sowing of the gospel. Anyone who prays to the Savior draws the whole world with him and raises it to God. Those who stand before the Lord in the Eucharist are therefore fulfilling an eminent service. They are presenting to Christ all those who do not know him or are far from him. They keep watch in his presence on their behalf. And this is my, one of my favorite quotes, Peter Kreeft. Restoration of adoration of the Blessed Sacrament will heal our church and thus our nation and thus our world. It is one of Satan's most destructive lies that sitting alone in a church adoring Christ is irrelevant, impractical, a withdrawal from vital contemporary needs. But adoration touches everyone and everything in the world because it touches the Creator who touches everything and everyone in the world from within. In fact, from their very center. When we adore, we plunge into the center of the hurricane the still point of the turning world. We plug into the infinite dynamism and power. Adoration is more powerful for construction than nuclear bombs for destruction. Do we hear that? Heavenly Father, I ask that you give us a grace to love your Son in the Eucharist, to feel His presence and go there to transform the world.